When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is up, my people? <clears throat> How's everybody doing tonight? YouTubers ready? Wait till we get a little crowd going here. Make sure y'all are tapping that light screen upon joining, please. Any donations I follow. What up, Dizzy? What up, YT? Luke? How is everybody doing? Francisco? What's good? What's good? I was really trying to get on by midnight tonight, you guys. I really was. What's happening, Montavis? But I wanted to kind of squeeze in that uh, gnome video. I thought that was pretty intriguing. What up from Memphis? How's it going, man? Joseph Smith, Casey Fitzpatrick, RJ Raymond, Ramrod. Jason Calder, Vegas tuning in. What is up, Vegas? Good luck. Joseph Reyes, Old School G, Isaac Talton, Samez, Carter, Hazel, Kimberly, Bernardo. How y'all doing? Hey, I appreciate the glasses. Awesome. Vidaria, anime fan, Hearts Fire Jewelry. What's up, what's up? Callie in the house. I love it. Repping their city. Hello from Pittsburgh. <laughs> Indianapolis, <clears throat> Indiana. What up, Scott? Appreciate that, Byron Williams. Appreciate the rose, my guy. That's what's up. Appreciate the roses. What's popping from New Mexico? <laughs> hey, sweet lips, huh? Florida in the house. Niagara Falls. Awesome. Chico Locks, Texas, Florida girl. Awesome. Looks like we got a crew tonight. I figure Friday night, you know, you guys could handle me getting on a little later. It's Friday. Got no job. <laughs> Fit to get you high, Craig. Nice. Nice. Allegedly in the mid-1800s, they found a known body in Ireland. I don't know if you guys saw that, if you saw the, uh, hey, I appreciate the $2 donation here on YouTube, I appreciate that, and you guys, I gotta uh, kind of give a intro or a shout out uh, to, I just established a members program on YouTube, um, I'm still going to kind of be working out the, what I'm going to do for the members, uh, 
I'm probably if you go to the highest tier of member, I did it like Titans, Giants, and Nephilim, like three different tiers. But one of them is like 25 bucks a month. I might give a free T-shirt or something out. I'm establishing my merchandise as well on YouTube. Um, so just be patient with me for the moment. But I will have some merchandise on YouTube coming out. So be ready. I know, right? Hey, last live on YouTube, we had 250. No, I maxed out 239. So that's killing it, man. Hey, I appreciate that, Jake. Appreciate you. Yeah, so all y'all over here, check out my YouTube. My numbers always dwindle when I talk about YouTube on TikTok, but that's okay. Um, no, so other than that, I got the members program, badges for tiers of membership, uh, special emojis. I'm still working on making more, but yeah, so. I got to ask you guys, hold on here, I'm working off the internet, okay, or the phone's internet, so, um, so I watched this video, you guys, and, you know, <laughs> I'm not a usual talker about the, the jab or whatever you want to call it, I usually don't uh, bring that type of stuff up. Uh, I haven't really looked into the exorcism of Emily Rose, but I need to. Yeah, for sure, uh, Ramrod, <laughs> RJ. Yeah, that'd be cool. I guess I'm not really sure with the, the, the gear, exactly what I'm supposed to do, like, or how I'm supposed to, because I have a lot of cool pictures in mind, like Anunnaki, you know, cool stuff like that. Um, I was thinking a line of, like, Anunnaki, Lemurians, Atlanteans, like, you can make pictures of all that stuff. Uh, Giants. Giants is a big thing right now. I think somebody started selling gear with Giants on it. Or um, even gear with like Middle Earth on it, bro. Like I always felt like gear with Middle Earth on it would sell like hotcakes. Or even like Admiral Bird, y'all. Like gear with Admiral Bird and Operation High Jump. Shit like that. Um, I feel like would pop. So I just don't know how the um, copywriting stuff goes with that. So I kind of... Uh, I'm a little hesitant. I don't know. I don't want to copyright infringe anything or anybody. So, yeah, I'd love some help with that for sure. I'd be a giant person. I like giants. <clears throat> crazy, crazy. So, um, I watched this TikTok, right? And this dude says, if you have an Android phone, hold the home button and ask your phone to sing a song okay i did it of course it wasn't what the video showed or whatever but this guy said this and then in the comment section a girl asked you got to tell us what the heck's on the what happens basically um and he's like okay so he played this video i'm gonna play it for y'all uh and it's it's uh it's intriguing to say the least, you know, it's, it's, it's different. It's a vibe, right? Um, so I'm going to go ahead and play that for you guys in my, in my speaker here or my microphone here and, uh, see what y'all think. Change this whole routine. It can help us build how you 
Okay, hold up. Not very well. guys catch all that i'll hook it to my speaker if i got to hold up i you know i got to hold up hold up hold up hold up, hold up. <laughs> we're gonna jam to this right quick we gotta jam to this right quick for real got my jbl here that party box 310 it beats Okay, here it goes. Okay, I just had to play that for you guys. Did any of you guys try that? Did any of you guys get that to come up? I'm just curious. Because I didn't. My, when I did it, mine didn't come up. My uh, Google Earth started saying, like, I'm singing for you, la, 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 la. But I just thought that was interesting, to say the least. Um, pretty... Pretty intriguing, uh, cute little song, I suppose. Uh, I think they've already took it off of the actual response, though, because I, like I said, I tried it, uh, and yeah, um, I'm not impartial to the vaccine either way. That's on you. Have I got it? No, I have not. But um, I'm not hating on y'all if you did. You know what I mean? I don't know what the. You know, it's it's so hard to tell. It's just so up in the air with all that stuff. Uh, just thought it was a kind of interesting little thing, you know, when you ask your Android to sing a song, that's the one that they they present. So, um, anyway, I'm going to talk about some gnomes for a second, alright? Duendes, uh, by Mexican Lore. And what up, my boy Mantro? I see you there, homie. Good to see you. Um, so, I found these pictures or this, these, these sets of pictures on Facebook. It's actually in the background of my TikTok right now. And, uh, there were interesting to say the least. Um, they look authentic. Okay. They look very, very real. All right. And it was supposedly a set of four gnomes. They called them house gnomes found among neglected Christmas items in Stockholm, Sweden. And it's said that a witch 
had captured them in the 1700s. Svarte Mor Ronquist had captured them. Uh, basically, I, how it went was she captured one of them, held it captive, and I don't know if you know about the folklore of gnomes. Mostly they are not interfering with human activity in life. I mean, if, if you believe in them, uh, if you believe in them, if not, that's cool too. Um, I've heard and seen enough accounts to where there are little people out there. I've seen us that are little people. I mean, they're, they're, I, had, I went to school with a, uh, a girl that was called, she, she referred, they referred to as, her as Dwarven, like Dwarf. Uh, she was very short. She was just, she couldn't have been much more than, I mean, I think she was under two feet tall. She was older than me. Uh, she would wander the halls, go to school like the rest of us. Uh, and everybody actually treated her very kindly. And I always loved that about um, our school back then. Everybody treated her so kind. Uh, she was almost, she was, she was, I would say, popular in her own right. Um, she was a popular girl. People loved her, and she was kind and sweet. Um, I think at times she could be a little feisty, but uh, she had a sister in school as well that was fully normal. And I mean, what's normal, but fully uh, grown. And uh, yeah, so they exist, guys. And just because they're not among us in society doesn't mean that they're not out there, okay? Uh, when, and I've heard some uh, accounts from people that uh, people come to me, like I said, and even like family and friends have about some stuff like this and they've they've come to me not realizing that I think that what they saw was gnomes um, or what they were interacting with was in fact little people. Um, the curious part of it all <coughs> is the mythology or the lore around or surrounding gnomes spans the entirety of the earth. All different cultures talked of gnomes. Um, Duendes, Tomta uh, was the North myth Norse mythology name of gnomes. So, and the, and the odd part of it all was when I did actually go in and I researched all of this, almost every culture that talked about gnomes talked of the same thing. Three types, okay? Um, they were, some of them winged, some of them weren't the smallest, like sprites, fairies, um, all that type of stuff. They have duendes in Mexico. Duendes actually is like, if you talk to a lot of people from ancestries from Mexico, duendes is like a curse word in that culture because it's known that they take children, okay? Um, many people have messaged me stating that my grandmother would never let me outside at night because of the gnomes or the little people. They said she would always say that they would steal children. Uh, and then sometimes they wouldn't tell their grandchildren that. And then later on they would, they would say, hey, now I know why my grandmother wouldn't let me out at night in Mexico. Um, so the lore runs deep. I've seen video of them. This picture behind me, I mean, it, it's they are absolutely, they look real to me. Uh, and so, you know, the funny thing is, is 
I have a friend, right, who, and she had told me this story uh, a year ago, probably, okay, she was at her, um, at her boyfriend's house, right, and she was sleeping, or she was getting ready to go to sleep, and she had kind of fell into this like REM sleep. I don't know if y'all know that, uh, the sleep paralysis type sleep, but she would always talk about how they would constantly hear things in this home. Um, from voices to, to thuds and, and bangs. Uh, but the voices they would always hear male and female, right? And she always had thought it was maybe haunted or, or some paranormal stuff going on. And, I had found this story on the gnomes and showed her or sent her a picture of it and her literally she like gasped like freakily gasped and she mentioned the story that she had told me I mean literally her her eyes almost started like watering because it was like so so real and so oh my god that's what it was to her okay so she was getting ready to go to bed one night and she said that she fell into that paralysis type REM sleep okay well after she had fallen into the sleep she had been and for some reason she said she usually faced the wall but for some reason this night of, of all nights for some reason she was on the outside, and her 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 man took the inside of, of her spot, right? And she just, you know, never really ever slept out on the outside, but that night, you know how it is, you know, with your significant other, you sleep where you're supposed to, you know, you get your spot. Well, for some reason, thank you. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. Stay far from the meta, he says. Thank you, Trump 2020. Um, so she was facing the closet, okay? And she said, all of a sudden, she saw movement in there. She kind of didn't really think much of it, you know, at first, when she's uh, in this paralysis. But then she saw the movement happening a little more. She started to kind of panic, right? Well, all of a sudden, she said she saw this figure appear and slowly start walking out of the closet. Okay? And she said... It was an, she always, she even told me this, like I said, before I showed her these gnomes or before I showed her these, these pictures at all. She told me it was an old man with a funny shaped head, like a funny shaped face, like almost, she said, Neanderthalic, like, like structure. And he had a, a, a long white beard and he had white hair. She said it. She said it approached her, and of course she told me she must have been having nightmares later on. Um, but she said it approached her, and she started to panic. At this time, she was having a lot of sleep paralysis, and actually, uh, it's said that these gnomes can be magical, if you will. They have abilities. Um, they're they're. Probably, I'm guessing maybe they're like earthen abilities, being one with the earth or something like that. Or who knows, it could be slight witchcraft, I don't know. But uh, they can cause you sleep paralysis, these gnomes. If you're in a certain state, they can cause you sleep paralysis. So, as she was having the sleep paralysis, 
she said this this creature kind of walked up to her, right? And kind of just in a weird manner. She said the, 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 the jaunt was odd and it scared the daylights out of her. And she said it stopped and stared at her. And at the time, she, when she was in this state, she didn't realize that they were so small. Or this being was so small. At the time, she didn't fathom what size he was. She just knew it was an old man with a long white beard. And, and she, I'm, I'm guessing she kind of more concentrated on the face, right? So, um, as it was staring at her, it kind of gave her this like, you know, turn head type stare. And then all of a sudden, she said it just reached out with its finger. And it touched her on the forehead and held it there for a second and backed up. And then at this point, she was really panicking. Okay. So she was trying to, re- she was really trying to, you know how you are when you're in sleep paralysis, you try to move a limb or you're trying to wiggle your way out of it and wiggle your way awake. She said at the point where it touched her forehead, she got an adrenaline burst and all of a sudden she, ju- she just jumped awake screaming and crying like terrified terrified right uh wakes her boyfriend up he's like what are you doing what are you doing kind of gets a little you know like mad or something he hadn't been sleeping but he was like what are you talking about oh you're just dreaming well she said of course as she jolted awake these things are masters of of disappearing um hiding they can, they're stealth, they're constant camo, they are fast, they are sleek, um, and slight, right, so she woke up, uh, jumped awake, and it was gone, okay, but when I showed her this picture, her eyes literally started watering, and, and, and knowing instantly that it was that, it was a gnome, right, um, generally they're not, they, they're, I don't want to call them malevolent, right? Uh, They're not evil beings, but they are mischievous, right? Mischievous. They like to scare you. Um, They get a kick out of it, right? Uh, So I guess if if you ever encounter one, and you got to be of a certain belief system, and you got to be of a certain... uh, I don't want to even call it a frequency, just a certain belief system to see them. If you don't believe in them, you will never see them uh, because you won't be looking for them. I mean, plain and simple, you'll be going through life thinking there's no such thing. So naturally, you will not see them. Um, but I've, like I said, I've heard enough stories. Um, I had another friend who told me how he would, uh, when he was a kid, he would go in the garage and... You know, he'd like smoke cigarettes and stuff like that. And one day he was smoking uh, a little, like, he was young, a little grass or something that he found. And uh, he said it kind of knocked him silly. And as he was knocked silly, he always called them like little ninjas, right? He would call them little ninjas. And he said he thought he was hallucinating, but he started seeing them peeking from behind little items in the garage. And, uh... After a while, he started kind of getting spooked and realizing, holy shit, what are these things? Because one would peak, then another, then another. And he said, before you know it, 
he figures probably anywhere from 10 to 12 were peeking from behind items all throughout the garage. And he was just young. So the, these they would probably approach him in this younger age and state, right? More likely to approach a child than they are an adult. Um, you know how they say children can see things up to a certain age. Um, ghosts, entities, energies, etc. Babies can see certain spirits, um, things like that. So, um, yeah, they're basically, yeah, sure, they're a type of elf. You could consider them elves, like elves for sure. Uh, so he would see them all, and then one kind of started to approach him, and he started to come to, and as soon as he kind of come to and got up, they just disappeared, just like that. Snap of a finger, they were gone. Uh, he had a couple encounters with them, and he didn't even realize what they were until I said, bro, you saw little people, you saw gnomes, most likely. Um, and I know people, like, when you tell the normal folk, like, that don't watch my channel uh, that there's gnomes, they pretty much want to laugh you out of the room. But uh, truth is, you know, truth is, you know, when your keys and your, your things keep disappearing, um, items come up missing, uh, your dogs constantly bark in a certain direction. Uh, I've had that happen a lot around my house, which was... I'm in the, uh, I'm out in a camper now. I'm in a fifth wheel, but when I stayed up in the trailer house, we had a lot of weird activity go on up there. Um, and yeah, you know, you, you didn't realize what they were, but you'd have things disappear a lot. And yeah, they, they, they get a kick out of messing with you, but that's just usually as far as it goes. Um, now in certain cultures, like I said, uh, you don't hear about it as much in America, but in certain cultures, they will kidnap children. Uh, if you get a, they, in, if you encounter them in the woods or anything like that, they are large in number and they'll, they have been known to take, take people. But for the most part, if they're in your house, uh, not as much to worry about. You might, you probably don't even know they're there, but I mean, I imagine there's, you know, there's thousands and thousands of households that don't realize it, but they probably have gnomes, okay? Um, like my uh, Uncle Charlie, my uncle, when my uh, grandmother moved out of her house to go to a home, he would hear things a lot at night in her house. And that house is very old. My grandfather built it. He built the basement and also a fruit cellar, all that type of stuff. So it's very old, old house. It's been around for a long time. He was, he had never stayed there by himself. So prior to my grandmother going to the home, when he would hear things, and he always heard things like thuds upstairs, thuds um, in the kitchen, you know, etc. He would hear things and he would just ignore them because he figured it was my grandmother. But after she left... He kept hearing all this activity upstairs. I mean, he, he would say they were loud thuds. You know, he's an old country boy, so he had a gun with him. And there was a couple times where he would literally, it was so loud that he had to, he felt like he just knew there was somebody upstairs. So he would, you know, take up arm and then go upstairs to find nothing, nobody. Now, what's funny is the last time I was there, my little shih tzu my dog um who's no longer here but my little shih tzu he went inside and he wouldn't 
come out. He always follows me everywhere. Like, it was weird. And I was yelling for him and yelling for him and yelling for him. It was dark in the house, and he would not come to me. So I finally went in after him, and I found him near my grandmother's bedroom in the in what they called the girls' room. My grandmother had 10 kids. This was the girls' room, and then the boys' room was outside in another separate little dwelling. Uh, and he was just sitting on the floor, staring at, at more or less, it was like towards the wall in the window, and he was just sitting there staring into the abyss, like staring intently, like he sees something, you know what I'm saying? Um, and I believe he did. I think that maybe a, a little person was messing with him. You know what I mean? He didn't know what to think of it. Maybe first time he saw it, I don't know. But, um, on top of that, my uncle always said that he would hear at night. He swore he would hear it every night. He would hear faint phonograph style music within the walls and behind the walls of the basement. Okay. Now, they are known to steal items of people throughout the tenure or whatever they are in their house. They've been known to steal items, so it just makes you wonder if maybe they stole maybe an old record player. And he would hear this old classical music inside the wall at night. And I said, you're probably hearing those little those little suckers playing music. You know what I mean? They're a lot like, you know, they got like music, right? So, uh and he would hear, one night he heard a, a broom fall over and smack to the ground like it was thrown to the ground, not like it just fell, like it was like, whap. Uh, and then he, he'd flash his flashlight and, you know, he'd miss, he'd never catch them. They don't, you don't catch them. Uh, now, that's where, that's where I always feel more comfortable because I have animals. Uh, if anything's going to catch them, it's going to be your dog. You know what I'm saying? So, um, sometimes if your dog randomly barks at things, don't don't bet it ain't Duendes. Uh, so, on a weird note, I've been having this gentleman that hits me up on Facebook at talk to me about Duendes, right, and elves, right. Oddly enough, odd, um, he's saying that they uh, there's a an elf manufacturing world underground that they they have a entire network and and they manufacture whatever underground i don't know they for their community they live underground and they have entire communities under there and he said that they will let you into their world they will show it to you um and he's been throwing me out invites right to um basically come into contact with them and this is weird i know it sounds really weird i'm not like totally bought in right um it's weird but it's it i i'm the type of person who doesn't write off anything you know what i'm saying i don't write off anything okay whether whether it sounds weird to people or not i'm not out here to impress anybody uh i don't care what you think if you think i'm crazy or not because crazy getting me paid so no um, but for real, honest to God, uh, I don't care. I wouldn't care if I was getting paid or not. But, um, at the end of the day, uh, he told me that if I want, I can make, come into contact with these, these elves and they will take me on a tour of their world or their underground labyrinth. Um, so, and I don't know if I was just seeing things, but so weird enough the other night, 
right? I'm falling asleep in my camper. And tonight, I always used to have my head, like, facing the backside of the camper, like, where the TV is and stuff, right? But tonight, for some reason, like, I've been getting a lot of uh, emails and, and messages and stuff about warning me that I could be a target based on all my content, etc. Uh, so, you know, I don't, I don't, um, necessarily like believe that, right? But I don't take anything lightly either. Uh, and I've had, like I said, enough people have said this to me to where I don't play, dude. Like I don't take risks. So I turned my position to where you see here on YouTube, that back headboard right there. And it's facing the door, okay? So I'm not sitting there like a lame duck with uh, my back to anybody. I'm going to be sitting there facing them. You know what I'm saying? So I I did that, right? And I never the first night I've done this, the first night. And to keep this place warm, I actually put up a little blanket above the in front of the bathroom and... It's like the bathroom and then the back bedroom. I don't really sleep in the back bedroom just because why heat the whole place. You know what I'm saying? So, hold up here. There we go. Looked pale right there. Okay. I didn't like that. Okay, so, anyway. I was facing the blanket to the bathroom. Okay. And I was just starting to fall asleep. And like I said, I don't know if I was dreaming or not. It doesn't matter. I don't know if I was dreaming or not. Um, I could have been. But it seemed real. You know what I mean? Um, as I was facing the bedroom, or the bathroom, excuse me. In the bedroom, yeah, the bedroom. And looking at that blanket that I just put up. I'm not kidding you when I say this. And then I, and then this was last night before I had got on and read this gentleman's uh, messages to me. I uh, am not kidding when I say I, I literally looked and because I, I so I'm the type of person y'all I don't play like I don't sleep in the dark and, and make call me a wimp call me whatever but I call it defensively ready uh, I leave a small light on there's no dark corners you know and it's not blinding but it's just enough illumination to to light up the room there's no darkness I don't let I don't like any dark corners um, parent, I don't know. I, I, I just, I don't ever since all this stuff that I've learned and all this in, in, in these encounters and all that talking about and studying grays, that grays like dark corners. They are masters of stealth. They can hide in a corner that is black and the whole room can be illuminated and you won't see them. They are pros at it. Okay. Pros. Um, so I don't. I have a I have a nightlight on. Like I said, it's, it's also a defensive thing. It's just how I how I am. Uh, so I had this light just lightly illuminating the room. You could see the blanket I have up, and I shit you not, just as I was falling asleep, like I was in the paralysis sleep. I literally was in sleep paralysis. I see about one foot high on that blanket. It was on the right side, my right, 
I see this blanket go just open. Beep. And it's and it's black. It, it's black when it opens, it's pitch black behind it. And like I said, these things are masters of stealth. They would make it so I wouldn't see their image. They would make it so when they opened it, they would it would be pitch black. You wouldn't see it. You know what I mean? Cuz you know, that's just how they are. They would stand far enough back, you wouldn't be able to make them out. Um and they did it a couple times. They're like you know what I mean? Like really studying before they step in. I'm telling you, I know, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't like want to be judged or anything like that. But and I'm not saying it's for sure anything. It could have been nothing, absolutely nothing. But it's just weird that I've been talking about gnomes, and then this dude hits me up about elves, right? Which is uh, a wild thing. And all of a sudden now I, I spot this movement, right? And it, I just, in, in my gut, you know what I instantly said in my head? I already knew. I just said, that's a freaking, that's a freaking little guy. That's a little person. Uh, but, you know, it's weird in that situation. You can tell yourself in your head that you will be totally cool, calm, and collected. Uh, if they approached you, you would be, you know, you could tell yourself you would be calm and, and you would you would not be afraid. But I'm telling you, that's not the case. You know what I'm saying? Like, when I seen that thing do that, I instantly was like an adrenaline bump in my stomach. And I was like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Right? Um, and I'm sitting back there, and it's watching me. You know what I mean? And I'm like, of course, in sleep paralysis. It's like they know. Like, you you know what I mean? It's like they know when you're past the point of um, total coherency. You know what I mean? That's why I can, they, 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 they come out and they show themselves at that moment because at that moment you will question whether or not you saw one because of the state you're in. It's like they know when you're in that state. They do not show themselves when you can be like, oh my God, I just saw, I know them for a fact. You know what I'm saying? They want to, they wait until you're in that state of, of being to where you will question it yourself. Wow, I must have been dreaming, man. That shit is crazy. Um, no, I, I was half awake, half asleep, but I knew what was going on around me, and I could see. Uh, so I'm, I'm, uh, I'm instantly doing the same thing. I'm trying to jump myself awake, and in that state I was in, I was trying to tell them, like I, I kept saying, I kept trying to say, "I see you, I see you," like to let them know, like I'm not sleeping, bro. I see you, you know what I'm saying? Um, and it seems like when I was in that state, like what I remember is I got it out. I was like, I see you, you know, kind of like, I, or I'm like, oh, I see you, you know, like mumbling on my breath. Um, and then <laughs> after that, I don't know why, like, uh, it, obviously it went away. I jolted awake and I kept trying, like, it took me forever though, too. Like it took me forever. Like I'm trying to find my, you know, I'm trying to find my, my, you know, my glitz, bro, like, you know what I'm saying, like, I'm not playing, like, I'm trying to find it, get it, get it, you know, and th- which would be so stupid, because, dude, that's the last thing you want to do, like, the last thing you want to do, like, I, I, I would never, fuck, I would never feel good about that, you know what I'm saying, like, I would never feel good about that, like, um, regardless, you know what I mean, and then the hell there would be to pay, they will haunt you for the rest of your days, bro, if you, if you take one of their members, like if you take one of their members, I'm telling you that will haunt you for the rest of your days and it will be hell to pay. You will be a miserable person. 
They are good at it. You will have to take out every one of the clan if you want to think you're going to, you know what I'm saying? So, um, I put my red dot, I got a red dot, but turned it on and I started pushing, I started hitting it on the blanket. It was more of a deterrent just to keep them away, you know, till I can gather my head around something like that. Um, so I'm putting my on the, on the blanket and I never saw him again the rest of the night. Um, so, uh, they, it was more of, like I said, a deterrent. It, it wasn't a bubbles. Then a actual threat. You know what I'm saying? I didn't want it to be or seem like a threat. Like I said. Uh, and, you know, so that, that was my only experience with them. Like I said, I've never really actually seen one. But uh, this guy be hitting me up and I'm like, you know, he's like, they'll make you take something before you go with them. So I'm like, dude, I'm not even, I don't even know about all that. Like, I'm not even feeling all that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't really want to do that. So I'm, I'm probably not going to do it just because I'm comfortable with knowing that they exist. You know what I mean? I don't need to go see their world or nothing like that, if that's possible at all. But, uh. Duendes always come back to hit me, man. Like, I love the lore and the stories of the Duendes. Like, they are freaking... It's amazing, dude. Um, absolutely amazing. Uh, and, yeah, they are also... Like I say, they can be friendly. Uh, they can be good beings. They can probably help you in, in ways, you know? So... If you ever have encountered one or will will encounter or do encounter one, don't worry. Be kind. Be chill. Um, And I'm going to have to teach myself to do that same thing. So, because your instincts want to tell you to um, naturally want to resist them. You you naturally want to, you know, they're they're spooky little, little fellas, you know what I mean? So... Um, that's the whole gnome story. That's what I had to tell or talk about with gnomes. Um, that's the gist of it. So I thought, I just thought these little creatures, dude, they look so real. Um, they're elves essentially. And yeah, I just thought it'd be a cool story to share. So that's gnomes for tonight. Uh, and people are wanting me to talk about the metaverse and I have actually, I haven't done a lot of research on it. Uh, I heard, you know, these guys were buying uh, real estate next to Snoop Dogg for a million dollars or something like that already um, in the metaverse. Now, the metaverse is curious. It's interesting. Yeah, exactly. Don't be afraid, though. Right. The light can be as blinding as the dark. Interesting. Yin and yang. Yin and yang. So, yeah. So, hey, thank you so much, Chariots of Gold, for $5. Thank you so much, bro. You're awesome. All donations are very, very much so appreciated, you guys. You're awesome. 
He opens the door for the fragile unbelievers. So, <coughs> any of you guys seen Ready Player One? Or, heard, or read the book? I, it was a great read, by the way. It was a good book. Good book. Um, basically, uh, it's this story about a kid who... He grew, grows up in the poor, poor portion of Earth, and Earth is like in the future, like ran down, overpopulated. The gap between the rich and the poor was immense. Um, and there was this, say, metaverse. It was a big thing. Like everybody played, everybody was a part of this. This gaming metaverse where you could be any avatar be anything you wanted to be uh and you had to gather the like the biggest thing in the game the biggest uh accomplishment you could achieve was gathering all these easter eggs and and defeating them basically uh the original creator of the game did not intend for it to be bad but this guy who was his partner i killed him off or something uh, maybe didn't kill him off maybe he's still alive and hiding um, it's been a long time since I read it but it's a really good book it's kind of like that movie with Bruce Willis which is a little different but it's kind of the same uh, I forget the name of the movie that's terrible but it's basically where you can jump into this oculus and you will become a robot basically in real life like you will function as a robot in real life uh, same kind of concept, and who knows, could it come to that? Like, I remember in the movie, Bruce Willis was at contention with his wife because his wife would forget about her real self and stay too long inside the robot world, inside the robot body, okay? Um, yeah, Avatar, same concept, sure. Avatar, same concept. That she wouldn't eat, um, like, she was just so beautiful as a robot, she stayed the same age, and she just got a, and it was a common thing, uh, where surrogate, thank you, I knew one of you guys were going to say that, thank you, surrogate, um, basically the same concept, like could it come to that one day is the next thing, it's kind of like weird, yeah, no dude, I wish, dude, I know, I wish that was, side note, I'm going to stick to your TikTok video quality is so much more clear on there, um, I know. I love the I love the TikTok platform for as far as the live quality goes. Like, absolutely. And maybe it's just my iPhone because I'm using my iPhone on there. But I agree wholeheartedly with that. So, um, yeah. Uh, anyway, I love YouTube better though. As far as the the people and the and all that, the the platform itself, I love YouTube way more. Um, cool. Got a member. I love it. I love it. Thank you for joining, Melissa Sterick. Welcome to Giants. Thank you so much. So, uh, yeah, YouTube, it, it's gonna catch up. It'll be good, man. YouTube's where it's at. They're the, they're the, uh, absolute, dude. They're the, the first pioneers of the game. They'll never, they'll never die. I know at first it was, oh, God, TikTok's gonna put YouTube out a bit. Yeah, right. Never happen. So, um, anyway, the metaverse. 
They're saying, and dude, I just watched this dude, uh, this crypto guy I follow on TikTok, and he was saying how in 10 years, study up the metaverse because if you can figure out how to get rich in the metaverse, you can figure out how to get rich on the outs in the real life and vice versa, right? Um, so to watch it, follow it, and also since this whole metaverse thing, uh, if you have the money, do yourself a favor and invest in Facebook stock. I wish I would have had the money when they first went public because they were like 50 bucks a share. I think they're up to like 300 now or something or I don't know. I got I'd have to look at that. It seems like they have skyrocketed compared to $50 and then now that the metaverse is happening, if if you have the money, invest in Facebook stock. And if you invested originally, keep it. Don't sell. Like you're going to kill it. Um so, yeah, this metaverse thing is very interesting. Uh, I don't even know how to go about it. Uh, it's going to be kind of like it, weird, yeah. I mean, I don't know. you got to probably have an Oculus and you got to be part of it, create an avatar. Um, I don't know. It's not my It's not my gig, you know what I mean? I, I don't know. I'll If it's about money, I'll look into it just because, you know what I mean? I'll, if I, you know... If it's about money, I'm about it. I'll look into it. But um, I don't know how established I'll get in this metaverse, really. Um, really doesn't super intrigue me, especially because it's like kind of like just is like a fake avatar world of fakeness. I mean, you know, it won't seem like you're there. It's not like it ain't where it isn't where Ready Player One tech is portrayed yet. Um, Ready Player One is a whole nother level of it. So, yeah. So, I'm definitely going to, yeah, yeah. Facebook changed the name to Meta. And, yeah, I know all these theories about it and all that stuff like that. Sure, I don't, I haven't really looked into it that much. Um, it's not really super uh, intriguing to me. I, I'll probably not deal with it like they're smart by getting like snoop dog to sell it for them um they know what they're doing when it comes to the advertising of the whole thing so um we'll see how it goes it should be interesting to say the least uh you know of course how everybody thinks mark zuckerberg is part of some society and all this stuff uh who knows i don't know um kind of We'll see. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, uh, moving on from the metaverse, I mean, it would be crazy, you know, but until it's like you're feeling everything that's in the metaverse, uh, when you are, you know, I want to walk and feel like I'm walking in the metaverse. Um, or at least have my mind convinced that I'm doing that. You know what I mean? To, to for me to yeah there you go like that's until it's to that level or like almost like surrogate level um i'm probably not gonna mess with it sword art online interesting what up jake how you doing brother good to see you good to see you what did i just show what do you mean? 
Thank you, Charlie Ramirez. I appreciate that. Yeah, he's definitely, uh, yeah, an odd duck for sure. Sundi to you. Good to see you. Thank you for the gifts. I really appreciate it. That mouth. Not just Sword Art Online. There are several about VR. Huh. Interesting. Hey, bro, from the UK. Waiting to see it still. Yeah, for sure. It's hard to tell. Yeah, and oh, yeah, like the video I shared about Elon Musk integrating into it somehow. Um, that should be kind of crazy too. Um, I had thought they were beefing. I had thought that Elon Musk and, and Mark Zuckerberg were beefing. So it kind of surprised me that they were actually going to consider integrating into, like, they called it like the Black Mirror world, uh, is what Elon Musk said exactly, the Black Mirror world. Yeah, hell yeah, smash that like button, y'all, I appreciate it, for real. I know, right? Dude, it does, it reminds you of the old Sims, bro, from them old school folk. The old Sims, bro, for real. Yeah, they were preparing us mentally, they were preparing us mentally for sure. Uh... Yeah, any uh, any donations too, please be greatly appreciated um, on the YouTube side. TikTok always uh, would be greatly appreciated. Um, they have the option at the bottom of my chat. So thank you, AJ. I appreciate it. Good to see you. Um, Mid-Michigan. Right now we're talking about the metaverse. Ha, Saskatchewan? Yeah, you probably got Bigfoots there for sure. Bigfoot there for sure. Yeah, so lately, like I said, you guys, thank you, AJ. Thank you so much. Origami, I love it, the crane. Um, No, yeah, so I have a new members platform on YouTube. Hopefully soon, yes, go Wolverines, baby. I love it. Did you guys see that? Um, I don't remember the kid's name, but in the Oxford school thing, uh, the kid that tried to um, take down the gunman or whatever, uh, he, the kid, they repped him in the game in number 42, and it was really cool because they ended up scoring 42 points against Iowa, if I'm correct. I didn't watch the game, but really cool. Uh, so Michigan, yeah, they're making the playoffs, and I hope Harbaugh gets one finally because he's well overdue. That guy, he needs one to happen for him. If he does this, then we will we will finally buy into Harbaugh fully. He's finally gotten it. Took him a while, but he's finally gotten that line around. Um, arguably, I I watched him against Ohio State, and yeah, Michigan's line, their D line, and their O line are a force to be reckoned with. That's good old fat, Smash Mouth Midwest football, baby. You gotta love it. I'll always talk a little sports. I played football my whole life, so love me some ball. Love me some ball. Yeah, that, so I like and I like to see that Harbaugh went back to the uh, pro eye system. Tip uh, one tight end, two receivers, uh, fullback, running back. Good old school fashion football. Uh, finally, I would love it to see a North team win the whole gig because Alabama's ran the tables <laughs> pretty much um, for the last many years so but uh yeah uh what else was i yeah so i got merchandise coming and they're setting me up with this app called spring on youtube and then soon enough 
they're going to uh, allow you guys to donate on my videos on YouTube too. So that's exciting stuff. Hey, awesome. TikTok game. Thank you so much, Cindy. Or Sundy. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Hey, thank you for joining Jeremy Lancaster. I appreciate it. Like I said, I'm going to come up with something for my members. I, I'm going to maybe do like an exclusive live once a week where maybe I just go over your questions or, or take questions from every one of you, like what you want me to answer, okay? And uh, maybe I'll do something like that or like an exclusive video once a week. Uh, we'll see what happens. Um, but I'm going to do something different or special for you guys. And yeah, maybe even like the, the full on, uh, members, like I could do like maybe even a phone call, like chat with you guys on the phone. Uh, who knows FaceTime, something like that. Any concerns you have, I'll hear it out. We'll talk about it and we'll vibe or maybe, you know, like I'm still wanting to do a podcast. People have been, um, people have been asking me to join their podcast a lot lately and I want to start doing it. So, um, kind of expand my horizons a little bit. So yeah. And, uh, I'm going to go back to my next video. I want to go back to the Lemarians and their way of life for a while. Uh, how do I be, how do you become a member? A couple of people just did. I think you have to go on my page or it could be in the, uh, yeah, Metatron. Absolutely. I was just reading about Metatron. I got to do a little more research on him, but I was just reading about Metatron. Uh, yeah. So to become a member, I'm, I just literally, you guys just got the membership thing approved. Okay. It took me forever cause I had to, uh, provide emojis and they all had to be one to one ratio. Otherwise they wouldn't work. So, uh, there we go. That's so much better, bro. Um, Otherwise they, otherwise they wouldn't let me join the, the platform. So check it out. Uh, it should be on my page somewhere. Orlando Torres, we've been talking about, we talked about gnomes for the first get. And then uh, we've been talking about the metaverse since then. So interesting stuff to say the least. Very cool. And yeah, like I said, my membership platform, I was supposed to do a presentation video. I'm going to add that and all that stuff. So yeah, Unicron, Omicron, all that stuff. Well, yeah, I always think Metatron, Megatron from Transformers. <laughs> Everyone going to end up like in that movie, Wally. Interesting. Um, I'm, is my old Spotify still up? I still can, I'm still, Trying to find a platform or, or an app to where I can transfer my video sound to a MP3 and add it up. I do have one now, so I'm going to start doing that. Yup, yup. Stuart Swerdlow. Interesting. Interesting. I'll have to check that out. Oh, what? No, I'm not going live, bro. 
with you. Not going live. Um, so that's that. That's that. I got to move on here. Uh, but other than that, everything's been good. I'm going to keep going. And yes, I'm going to hit up Terrence Ross. I promise you guys, I'm going to hit him up. I still, I've been watching his podcast. I need to get a, uh, get in touch with him. I know the season started, but he told me I could be on his podcast anytime. I've kind of been trying to get a feel for it. He doesn't seem to have a lot of guests on, um, which no biggie. That's cool. Uh, should be interesting. And it's crazy because I'm constantly learning new, uh, content or new information about the reptilians and all the history like i'm still trying to jumble it all in my head so i don't or so i sound like i know what i'm like exactly talking about you know what i'm saying like there's so much to it like i had thought for the longest time that the anunnaki were the reptilians you guys and i don't think i am correct about that i don't think they are the reptilians i don't think the anunnaki are draconians i think they are human more humanoid like entities they are just giants. Simply that. They are just giants. So uh, I don't believe that. And see, I don't want to give out any wrong information. I've been reading about it. And uh, ever since I got the Alien Book of Russian, Alien Book of Secrets, uh, I, ever since I got that, I just, uh, I know they're not reptilians. Okay? Um, so I'm going to go back and... Yeah, they're human-like, just like giants. Um, so I, for the longest time, I thought maybe they were draconians. They are not. They are not. They're not. They're just like us, except giant, pretty much. Um, so the reptilians have just been here. Oh, really, Jake? I've never heard that theory. I heard, I'd heard that the, well, based on the Russian alien book of secrets, the Anunnaki will only work with the Zeta Reticuli because they had a hand in creating them. Oh yeah, absolutely. The evil, yes, in the world, absolutely on the rise. That's why you got to be more righteous than ever, guys. More righteous than ever. Be more righteous than ever. Try nope, nope. Have uh, haven't heard from the owl in a couple nights. Nope, have not. Reptilians created the small grays, the Zetas. Interesting. Monterey County, east side of the bowl. Hell yeah. Yeah, dude. Flat Earth is a crazy thought. Crazy thing. Yeah, I know. I've been hearing a lot about 5G. From the cruise himself. Or myself. Nice. Yeah, we could probably work something out. Yeah, that was I yeah, I posted that video, the um how they Russians supposedly captured a Bigfoot and they put it in a cage. Yeah. Um it they did a damn good uh, job on the costume, if that's the case. Uh if it's fake, they did a damn good job on the costume. Um It looked pretty real to me, but yeah, a lot of people said, eh. Maybe not. Maybe not. But no, Bigfoot's real. Bigfoot's absolutely real. Um, and I know I've been posting a lot of content on my shorts lately. A lot of stuff going on. 
I've been finding myself like this dude or this this page called Conspiracy. Oh, it's a conspiracy page. It's conspiracy um, on YouTube, basically. Conspiracy videos. It's all conspiracy videos. Dude, the guy goes out and he gets on TikTok or whatever platform and he basically like snatches videos, dude, and puts them on his on his conspiracy page, which is cool. You know, it's awesome because it's like exposure. It's putting you out there, all that stuff. But at the same time, it's like videos of mine that I've posted aren't popping and the videos of mine that he's posted are killing it. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, what the hell, you know? Like the uh, hold the hell and stuff like that. Like the hold the hell is popping on his page. Not so much on mine. Um, the ancient civilizations before the oceans popping on his page. Not so much on mine. Just kind of odd. Maybe it's because he probably has more subscribers. He's up to like 565,000. Uh, so it's like conspiracy vibe. Maybe that's what it's called. Conspiracy vibe. Something like that. Yeah, it's hard to say, Jake. That could be true, bro. He said, I don't think a steel cage would keep him inside. Bigfoot is a multidimensional being, but that's just me. I know they can be killed. I know that they can be. I don't know if they can be actually uh, um, captured, though. No, I don't know that. The Emerald Tablets of Thoth. That uh, I've been looking into those. Like I said, the Lost Book of uh, Enki we've been reading, and I do want to get to that. So um, it's kind of getting to a cool part. It's like I said, I'm going to stop and explain it here and there to you guys because it's kind of a tough read to to grasp at times. Like just it sounds it's hard to to totally grasp, like gather their information. OK, so um, where we left off was so like a, uh, a recap. They're on Earth. Marduk, the son of Enki, Marduk, the son of Enki, thank you, Sarah Robertson, I really appreciate you, thank you so much, um, no, I, I, I will look into how to, and yeah, I should have done that before the live, but I will look into from the, oh, you can't do it from a smartphone, okay, uh, I'm not 100% sure on that, but I'll look into how to become a member, and if it's, can be done on the smartphone i'll make sure next time i'm more um better prepared to guide you in that but i appreciate the love anyway thank you so much oh star wars stuff like let me just tell you guys we were talking about this last live like this guy said if if bigfoot's real then we're headed for some star wars stuff we're already there dude like i don't know where george lucas or how or what he did or how he found the information he found but he absolutely he knew a lot dude like some of the beings i've seen on star wars i have found in antarctica no doubt about it um and i don't i really watch sharing the antarctica stuff you guys i know i shared that face recently um i don't know if you guys saw it but that large face on antarctica i shared that uh it's kind of going viral. We'll see. But it's not CGI. It's actually there. I can. I have the coordinates saved. I can find it at all times. 
Um, it's, it's, there's a lot more than that. Let me just put it that way. There's a lot more than that on there. And I've seen every type of different being you can think of on Antarctica. If it, if it's the, if it's a possibility and it's been in Star Wars, dude, like so many beings from Star Wars, dude. Like, I don't know how George Lucas knew it, but no doubt they have found and, and he knew something that a lot of people didn't for his time. He was way, way ahead of his time. Like I say, you guys, like, I don't share this, all the stuff I find on Antarctica because I find that, like, I shared the one thing on Antarctica and Instagram banned me from reels right away. Instagram is the softest, weakest platform for sure, without question. Um, they are whack as hell. But I got banned from reels pretty much off of Instagram. So I actually went back and I deleted it off that same video. I deleted it off of my YouTube and I deleted it off of my Facebook as well. That wasn't the one with the face. I, that one's not so bad. Um, but I found something even greater, even more distinctive and, and, and just I can't believe it, dude. Like, it's I can't believe it. Um, how I stumbled on it, I got lucky as hell. It was in the same region as that face, and holy shit, uh, it's wild. It's wild, and I don't even like saying it on here, like, because you guys, one thing I will say is I don't want to lose my platform for anything, so um, some things I have to choose not to share, okay? I don't know why, because I wish... I wish that we would just be past this point of, of, of worrying about any of that. Like we should be sharing this stuff regardless of anything. We should be sharing this stuff, um, just to ease the masses into the idea of it. Okay. Uh, because let me tell you, uh, ETs are real. They exist right now. We are very, like I said in the last live, lucky. We are very lucky. Hey, Dre, what up, my guy? I appreciate that, bro, for real. I appreciate that. Thank you, bro. Thank you. And hey, on God, dude, I'm talking about your time transference. Because did you guys see, and I don't know if I talked about it in my last live or not. I think I did. But did you guys see my post on the World War Three? If you did. My boy Dre here sent me a link, dude, because he finds some sick-ass sources. He's one of the best I've ever seen at finding some awesome sources. Um, and I have all of them saved. I have all of them bookmarked and archived. Uh, but this one source that he found, thank you so much for the gift, Anapilago. Anapilago. Thank you so much. Um, one of them he found was on a... Uh, time transference theory a gentleman came back or yeah came back in time from the future in like 2036 or something like that i mean it in the in the in the story maybe it was even further out i can't remember i got like i said i got to go over it i want to do i want to talk about that with you guys and i'm gonna cover it but i kind of want to do a video on it first before i just start reading off of the pdf that i have but it's supposedly based on true events um gentleman comes back in time and he talks about world war three 
and oddly enough, it matches up with the post that I posted on when you Google World War Three, and it's and it had on fandom this account of two two split uh, the you know kind of like the um, Allies and then the Communists in World War Two. And it was like a split world, and we went into war, and, and it was World War III. Uh, maybe that was the year it was. was 20, I have to remember correctly, but I'm going to read it. I'm going to cover it. Um, they're like the Vahra, Vahra Chronicles or something like that. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to definitely do a video, and a lengthy video on that, and we're going to cover that too. So I got a lot of cool content coming up, a lot of interesting stuff. Um, the terror papers as well. I want to do those too. Those are very in depth, very long. Um, basically, in those, a native Robert Morning Sky, his ancestor comes back um, and takes over his body, his ancestral spirit. His ancestor's spirit comes back and he allows his spirit to take over his body to tell the story of the beginning. Okay, and what has happened throughout? Uh, very interesting story as well, and, and supposedly based on uh, uh, true accounts from the gentleman himself. So, got a lot of awesome content on the table, and then the Lumerians' way of living as well. So, um, I just thought instead of a video, I wanted to go live tonight, chat with you guys for a little while, and then cover the Book of Enki because the Book of Enki has been crazy. Uh, it goes over, you know, it it pretty much it, it, uh, gets rid of any doubt to me that the Anunnaki, in fact, did create mankind. Um, the occurrences leading up to them coming to Earth, etc. Like, literally, the Book of Enki, um, Zachariah Sitchin, deciphering of the clay tablets, Sumerian tablets... This is what uh, he said. So it clears any doubt to me that uh, they are a, a race of higher beings, giants, live on Nibiru. Um, and it gets back to what's cool is it tells the beginning of mankind. Uh, it goes to the la their last great war on Earth. And then it goes to pre civilization like pre pre earth okay and it talks about a and I want to I'll cover it but it talks about a being a female being named Tiamat that had children but and I, I like I said I have to reread it and kind of grasp it as I read it um, but she basically goes more or less evil and she wants to take over the heavens, if I'm correct. And she kind of has the gods on her heels. She's a powerful being. And um, out of nowhere comes this being called Nibiru. And he is a powerful entity. And he takes on Tiamat head on. The gods recruit him. And in return, he says, well, if I do this, I want to be the all, the, the almighty. And I want to be the, the, the one, the man, right? The god. Uh, the ruler of the heavens. And they grant him this wish. And he goes and he takes out Tiamat. In the process. He beats her. 
and all of her helpers or her little, you know, posse of disciples or whatever you want to call them. Um, he beats them as well and he tears her in half. Okay. Now, the way this story is told, I keep thinking in my mind in what scenario could Tiamat, Nibiru, all of this be an organic being? And what were they, right? Because Earth is an organic planet. It's living, it's 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 got even a heartbeat more or less. Okay? I love it. 200 people in the chat. I love it. So, um it is said that when he tore Tiamat in half, he blew the top half to smithereens and it created the asteroid belt. And he cast the bottom half inside, they called it the hammered belt. He threw her bottom half inside the hammered belt and it fell into orbit and became Earth. Okay? Schumann resonance. Nice. I love it. It's like 7.62 and it's actually going up, which is... um beats that the frequency or the vibration travels around earth per second 7.62 so boom boom, boom, boom. travels around earth every second our vibes the same um that's the schumann resonance thank you jake um so he casts the bottom half of tiamat into inside the uh hammered belt or the asteroid belt, and she falls into orbit. Now, one of the one of the kings, the late kings, Alulu, if I'm correct, Alulu, an Anunnaki king at the time, got challenged by Anu, who was a son or a prince that came out of nowhere and had divine bloodline. He wasn't a he was his mother was not a a random is what I like to say. His mother was actually a half sister of King An. I want to say or Anki, one of the two. He's later down the line, but he comes out of the woodwork like I am of divine bloodline, and Alulu's in this throne right now. Well, they tell this story. Thank you, Ricardo. I appreciate that. Yeah, I know, right? Anu Naki, right? Cool. It's crazy. It's really crazy. I know it, right? It's like, what a cool story. I'm so glad somebody put me onto the Book of Enki. This has been a very, very cool read. I know, Jake, you've been telling me to read the Book of Enki for a minute, bro. Um, so now that I have, you're probably like, about time. But uh, yeah, ever since I have, I'm like finding out all these things. And I'm like, holy crap. Um, are the planets, are worse some of them? I'm not saying all, but could they... Could they have been organic beings at one time? Um, whether they floated in the cosmos or whether they were on a much larger planet uh, at one time, who knows, right? Uh, but these wars that they tell of are absolutely like, I know, right? <laughs> right, Jake? For sure, bro. Chariots of Gold, yeah, very cool book. And it's cool because I found this website anyway on a side note called Z Library. Any free book you can think of, any free book that you can download PDF form, zlibrary.com. Check it out. Um, websites billionaires don't want you to know. <laughs> but uh, it makes me wonder because they said, so how they tell this is a Lulu gets 
things start failing. The atmosphere of Nibiru is failing. Uh, a couple of the kings would take their celestial chariots or, or their chariots of the gods and they were traveling and they talked about the five planets like closer to Nibiru's orbit. Okay, the five, they called them, the, they, they treat them as though they're children or they like, or they're like, um, what do they call them? Children of the sun is what I think they call them. Um, but there's five planets and then they talk about the four planets. Yes, the four planets inside the hammered belt. Okay. And they tell the story of Nibiru and the, ba the battle of Nibiru and Tiamat. Well, at the time of the fabled story, it was said that Tiamat had gold running, not pure gold, but had gold flakes or more or less gold running through her veins. Okay? And that was the lore. She had gold running through her veins. So when they cast the bottom half into the hammered belt and it fell into orbit, this king Alulu assumed that the planet that became of Tiamat Earth must have a plethora of gold. Okay? Crazy shit, right? What do they call it when they strike gold? What do they hit? A gold vein, right? Interesting. You know what I mean? Very intriguing. Why is that a, a coincidence? I don't know, right? Maybe they know something we don't. Um, like Mud Fossil University, right? Mud Fossil University talks about how he found tunnels throughout the earth that were the exact replica of an ear canal. Imagine how big that would have to be. But um, Alulu, and it tells of Alulu, he gets, he loots, so, so, Anu challenges him to a wrestling match. And they describe it. They they, they get down to their their, their their birthday suit and they they wrestle. And they talk about how the giants are wrestling and, and the earth's shaking. And he wins. Anu wins. And Alulu already had a plan of escape because he felt this was coming. So he escapes. And to redeem himself, he flies to earth. And when I get there, you guys, it's such a cool account. It's such a cool account. I'm kind of going to skip around because, you know, like the family hierarchies and like the king and the kings and the and the, the sons of the sons. Um, I'm trying to kind of get past that boring stuff. Yeah, right, though? Right? Sounds like when Jacob wrestled with God in the Bible. And then the Epic of Gilgamesh, right? Do they not? He does he? And I, I need to get a little more familiarized with this, but the Epic of Gilgamesh as well, they have a wrestling match, right? So... Yes. So, um, yeah, it's kind of a lot of lore that kind of falls into place there where this great story, it gets repeated. You know what I mean? It gets repeated. Yeah, I tried to. I tried to. Like I said, oh, now I was going to say this, and this is a little side note. Like I said, I've been getting a lot of messages saying, oh, your house, one guy said, your house is going to get knocked off its foundation and uh, all this stuff. And, you know, I hear a lot of that, you know, I'm playing with fire. and But I like to think this, okay? 
we are at a close, close point of disclosure to a certain level. They're allowing trickle feeding of more and more truth. Right? So, I kind of think that hopefully I'm in that realm of, okay, they're going to let this guy go because we are trying to to slowly trickle feed this truth. Half the people think he's crazy anyway. So let's let this guy go. And that's what I'm hoping. Because, you know, like when I hear things like, oh, your your uh, pages like this don't last, stuff like that, you know, it gets discouraging and it scares the daylights out of me because, like, this has been a dream of mine ever since I started TikToking a year and a half ago. And it's happening for me right now. Um, it'd absolutely be devastating to me to lose. So I try to really vibe in the positive um, and think, well, disclosure is coming very soon. I really hope that they just let me roll. And I don't, that's why I kind of been backing off on the Antarctica stuff. That face on Antarctica probably was already too much. So I'm backing off of Antarctica. If you want to go see for yourself, go because it's it's wild wild stuff um very intriguing cool etc so um i won't be sharing any more of that at the moment i want to keep this so roll like it's 420 i love it (laughs) i love it so my lot's true and fair was chosen okay I kind of trying to find where we left off. Truce, peacemaking. The dynasty thus begun was by the death of Anki, disrupted on the foundational offspring. Okay, by these laws, confusion. The lordly master of the Shar. With great understanding where he was born, with much learning, he mastered much knowledge to remedy the affliction ways he sought. Of Nibiru Heavenly Circuit, he made much study. In its loop, of the sun's family, five members it embraced. So the five planets. Planets of dazzling beauty. For cures to the afflictions, their atmospheres he caused to be examined. So this this king ordered the ordered some higher thinking people of society to fly out and observe the atmospheres of the five planets outside the hammered belt to see what's going on, what could they do to reestablish Nibiru's atmosphere because the volcanoes had stopped erupting and their atmosphere had a massive hole in it. To each he gave a name, ancestral forefathers he honored, as heavenly couples he considered he them considered. On and onto the twin like planets he called the first two to be encountered. Beyond in Nibru's circuit were Anchar and Kishar, in their size the largest. As a messenger, Gaga among the others coursed, sometimes first Nibru to meet. So those are the five planets. Anshar, Kishar, Gaga. No. No. 
I take that. Yes. Anshar, Kishar, Gaga, on and onto. Okay? That's what they called them outside of the asteroid belt. So it'd be like Saturn, Uranus, Jupiter, um, Pluto, and I'm missing one. I don't know. Jupiter, Pluto, Mars. No, Mars is within Mars is within the asteroid belt. Correct? Yes. I think. Is it? I don't know. That's that's too bad. That's that's bad, but I I'm not 100%. Um so those are the names that they called them anyway. It said five and all were Nibiru's heavenly greeters as the sun encircled. Beyond like a boundary, the hammered brace, bracelet the sun encircled as a guardian of the heavens forbidden region with havoc it protected okay now think about this now think about this it says outside the hammered bracelet the five the family of five of the sun they were allowed to they were part of Nibiru's circuit okay now it says this, as a guardian of the heavens forbidden region with havoc the hammered belt protected. The forbidden region, the fallen, right? The fallen angels, the watchers, the forbidden region. Could that have been when the fallen fell to earth, they entered the forbidden region could that have been the start could this story be the start when alulu comes to earth he's the first fallen angel to come to earth was the, were they forbade to be there at the at the time okay so other children of the sun four in number from intrusion the bracelet shielded Okay, so the bracelet, hammered bracelet, asteroid belt, uh, did not allow celestials to enter to the forbidden zone inside the hammered bracelet. Four planets. Probably it would be Mars, Earth, Venus, Mercury. The atmospheres, the atmosphere of the five greeters, Enshar, set out to study. In its repeating circuit, the five in Nibiru's loop were carefully examined. What atmospheres they possessed by observation and with celestial chariots, intensely they were examined. The findings were astounding, the discoveries confusing. From circuit to circuit, Nibiru's atmosphere, more breaching it suffered. In the councils of the learned, cures were avidly debated. Ways to bandage the wound were urgently considered. A new shield to embrace the planet was attempted. All that was thrust up back to the all that was thrust up back to the ground it came. In the councils of the learned, the belching volcanoes were studied. The atmosphere by belching volcanoes having been created, its wound by their diminished belching had come to be. 
Let, with invention, new belching be encouraged. Let volcanoes spew again, one servant group was saying. How, to, how the feat to achieve? With what tools more belching to attain? None the king could inform. In the reign of Enshar, the breach in the skies grew bigger. Rains were withheld, winds blew harder, springs from the depths did not arise. In the lands there was accusation. The breasts of mothers were dry. In the palace there was distress, and accusation therein took hold. At, at his first wife, Enshar, a half-sister, he did espouse by the law of seed abiding. Ninshar, she was called, bear of the shars, the lady, a son she did not bear. By a concubine to Enshar a son was born. Isn't that funny? A lot of times when they do this supposed bloodline breeding, this inbreeding, let's call it what it is, inbreeding, a son, again, she did not bear. How many times have we heard that? Throughout. I think that's like the third time we've heard that based on the the half-sister wife, a lot of times they do not produce children. I think there's something to be said about that. But, of course, by a concubine, which is a random, Enshar, a son was born. The firstborn son he was. By 